Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Shearer here and welcome to the show. I am going to do a part three on this uh, coping with the pain, dealing with the pain situation I've been in. I actually listened to my other two podcasts and I almost deleted them. A little whiny, a little ranty. But you know what? The information is real. The emotions and feelings are real. The despair and the situation I'm in is real. So even though perhaps I'm not feeling, you know, great. I, in fact, someone asked me how I was feeling the other day. I said, I'm fantastic. My body, not so much. <laughs> you are not your body. Uh, so first of all, that is the place that you live. And it's very important that you get some sort of understanding around that because it really will help open up your choices and your thought process. It's changed everything for me. Uh, doesn't mean I don't get down. Doesn't mean, you know, really right now I'm ready for a nap. Uh, it's been a great day. Lots of uh, cr- creativity and lots of things off the to-do list. You know, I really haven't been in my office for over a month, so th- things were piling up. Uh yeah, there was just been paperwork everywhere. And with that whole fraud thing I had a couple months back, or at the beginning of summer, was that when I did that, guys? Uh, honestly, there's been one or two, you know, things that have dropped through the cracks that, you know, automatic payments and things that I'm finally just getting notifications on that I somehow, you know, I just didn't catch everything. But you know what? That being said, let's let's just finish up this and move on to brighter topics. Not only have I been dealing with all of this, the trip to emergency, the nerve pain, the pinched nerve, the degenerative discs in my neck, potential surgery, the medical system, it goes on and on. I get an abscess tooth. <laughs> yes, no lie. I, the nerve died back in the spring and it was the middle of COVID. Nothing much I could do. You know, my dentist opens back up in June. I go in for a cleaning and they take an x-ray and sure enough, yes, the nerve is dead. You're going to need a root canal. Okay, so I wasn't thrilled. We just put a cap on this thing last, uh, excuse me, last year. And you know, it's funny, get all the information. I know exactly what it's like to be so blinded in emotion that you're not thinking clearly or that you've forgotten salient details. So this is the story I'm telling myself in my head. Not real happy with my dentist right now. He caused this problem. This root, that tooth was just fine. It had a old filling in it. Eventually it would have failed and I would have dealt with it then. That's the story in my head. When I went back in to see him, what I had forgotten was that he did not put a cap on that tooth just because, quote unquote, I thought that there was a two-thirds of the tooth was an old, old filling. And he knew that in time it was going to fail. That wasn't the whole story. I had forgotten that there actually was a new filling or new um, decay on the side of the tooth and that closer to the front of my mouth, touching the next tooth, the uh, tooth had cracked, actually had a full-on crack in it. That is why he capped it. In fact, under the tooth, he said, the filling is still there, a large part of it. I didn't, we just capped it. 
Well, anyways, so that sort of changed things for me as well. He was very respectful of the fact that I do not want a root canal. I am, you know, I've done some research. I'm not liking what I see. They're done a million times a day here around North America. But there's a lot of holistic uh, dentistry and doctors out there that are like, you know what? This procedure is overdone. It's not necessarily necessary and or the best option. You're basically digging out a tooth, bleaching it out, and hoping that nothing will get back into it because uh, root canals can fail too, guys. And you're, But what you're doing is you're leaving a hole in your body that there is no blood vessels to or nerve endings to. Well, should you get an infection or something else happen down the road, your body can't signal to that to you because white blood cells that fight infection are carried in your bloodstream and you have no blood vessels going to this vacant hole in your head. Now, I'm not going to try and convince you of this one way or the other. Do some research. There's a lot of stuff out there. Okay, so I made the decision, no root canal. That only leaves a bridge option, which had some issues for my uh, the amount of enamel that's left on my tooth. And secondly, having it pulled and a... Um, oh, the word was right there. I'm having an implant done. Sorry, thank you. You know what? The problem is implants aren't covered by medical. And so, you know, this is two or $3,000 basically out of the line of credit, out of the mortgage. And my husband is so gracious right now because this came after the fact of the diagnosis of the neck. The, did I talk? I don't think I went through exactly what happened with the diagnoses. The report went off to my GP. The uh, neurosurgeon has never phoned me back in five weeks. I finally get to my GP for my annual physical. She gives me the report I take to my one of my chiropractors. She doesn't even tell me what's in it. They don't give me a consult at the hospital. And when my backup chiropractor reads it, he goes, oh, I'm so sorry that I'm the one that has to deliver this news. He says, we should have never cracked your neck. You have severe degeneration on both sides through four different vertebrae. He says, you're basically traction. Maybe some laser will help. He was the one that caused the impingement in my shoulders. Now, I do want to make this statement. No one should ever touch you without x-rays. But guys, I've had x-rays through the years. What never happened was this kind of stuff shows up on a CT scan and one was never done after either of my serious accidents. Where the CT scan should have been done is after the second accident because the first accident was years and years ago. So you're adding another traumatic event onto this. They should have actually, I should have, you need to be an advocate for your own health and I should have insisted on it. But my word of caution here is one, there's people that are pro and against chiropractors. I love them. Um, I love being aligned. I love the health benefits I get from it, but I'm not going to lie. I have been struggling for a number of years and luckily my integrative healthcare uh, chiropractor who also is a kinesiologist that my husband and I went to many years ago when he had his super bad concussion he'd had a couple of them and this is the one that set him off the edge and I of course had uh, lower back uh, issues we were t-boned at 50 kilometers an hour the, the poor kid that was driving the van didn't didn't even hit his brakes he ran right through a red light. So I was driving. My husband was in the passenger seat. T-bone on the passenger side. He was hurt worse. I drove us to the hospital. And, you know, once again, kind of suck it up type idea. Thought all my issues were in my lower back, not realizing that yet another trauma started to cause degeneration. And I 
didn't realize it. Then a number of years later, I get diagnosed with fibro. And so I kind of put all my issues down to that. And then I get back to work this last few years, a lot of hours at the computer, sitting, staring. I just kept thinking these are side effects of doing this type of work. No, no, it's not actually. Quite honestly, this is where people can get paralyzed when you have someone working on you that doesn't have the full picture. And my backup chiropractor, kind of my local guy down the street, he was apologetic. He says, I don't have x-ray vision. He said, I never should have cracked your neck. Uh, and he had only done it once or twice because actually my neck doesn't give very well. I was ignoring the fact that in five years, I've changed styles of pillows five, three times, four times. Uh, if I'm laying on my stomach and my head's to the side and I'm suntanning or reading or something, when I lift my head to turn it to the other side, that pain will bring you to your knees. And I thought it was just like, oh, you know, I've got a stiff neck. Yeah, no. Once you kind of talk to other people, they're like, that's not normal. That's not normal at all. All these things. It was just little things and little signs that I just kept ignoring or writing off to other issues. So really pay attention and be an advocate for your own health. So yes, in the middle of all this back trauma and drama, uh, I get an abscessed tooth. And again, the doctor's just dropping the ball. I had luckily amoxicillin on, on hand, but it wasn't doing the job because I wasn't taking a high enough dose. Then the doctor said, no, we need something a little stronger. They don't get it into the pharmacy. They refuse to give me any sort of narcotic painkiller. And I don't take anything with codeine in it. So T3s are out for me. So they've got me on these high levels of Advil with just straight Tylenol. It is not even barely touching the edge of this pain, but you know, heaven forbid we get addicted. I just have to say this, this is where you need to be your own advocate. I'm 55 years of age, and if I haven't taken all the drugs for fibro in seven years, I highly doubt I'm going to become a Percocet addict by someone giving me three to five days of relief from mind-numbing pain and allow me to sleep. Just my two bits worth on that. But, you know, my doctor's younger, and she's, you know, nope, we don't like giving those out. They're very addictive. Well, that's great, but they're there for when you need them. And in a moment like this, it was just, I could not believe how many balls got dropped with all of this healthcare stuff. Anyways, this is the good news in the next two weeks. I see a group of professionals, of um, therapists tomorrow, that will know how to sit me down and tell me exactly what that report means. I'm hoping today at some point, although it's already three o'clock in the afternoon, the neurosurgeon, I finally tracked him down after multiple days, multiple converse, phone conversations or phone calls to different hospitals. I found him on LinkedIn. <laughs> yes, I did. And because my doctor finally got the report, but she goes, there's no, or the referral. She says, there's no number on here, just this guy's name with his initials. She didn't know who he was. And fair enough, he was from another province and has only just come to BC. Oh my goodness, it just goes on and on. And sometimes you just shake your head and go, really? WTF, Really? Anyways, October 1st, the tooth's getting pulled. They will, I think, stick the peg in there, then clean it up, sew it up, and it will heal for three months while the, to see how much bone mass will grow around the little peg where the, they'll pull the implant into. I think that's the, how it goes, but it is months. I'll go for months without, with a hole in my head. No big deal. It will be sewn up, it'll be clean. Unfortunately, I'm on antibiotics until, you know, for two more weeks until this is done. Uh, and then, you know what? proactive I get right back although I still am doing probiotics now I will do heavy duty ionic foot baths pro and prebiotics to redo my gut health because your stomach is like your second brain and Advil ibuprofen I think 
I think I've got this right. Those are NSAIDs. I got that right. They are seriously detrimental to your small intestine, which has only just been discovered the last few years because we can now scope the small intestine. And now they're seeing why people are getting things like, uh, what's the word? What's that? Um, when food gets into your bloodstream and you create all these types of allergies, uh, prefer uh, leaky gut. Sorry guys, leaky gut. So this isn't just your big intestine now. Tylenol can affect your liver. Uh, Advil and ibuprofen can do huge damage to your small intestine. All of this, these things with the antibiotics affects your gut health. It is a lot to deal with. Don't take it casually. This isn't how the body's meant to work. So grateful. Let me tell you, be clear, I'm very grateful for modern medicine, but you need to manage it because right now our medical system is just about throwing a drug at someone. You need to get to the cause, you need to find relief, and you need to create healing. So what happened in my quantum touch? I talked about that, that that was the last thing I did before coming back in this past week and then facing all of this tooth issues and everything. We have a friend in our crew that does quantum touch. And honestly, with the pinch, uh, okay, so not the shoulders and the numbness, but the pin, the rib that's out, the pinch nerve. That is the spot that I've dealt with for months. That is the spot that we did ancestral clearings on and had the knife wound. That is the spot that my girlfriend uh, did some entity clearing with. And it just seems to keep, we clear things and we solve some problems and then it's just, you know, you still have to ex understand that even when you're doing energetic work, you can st you still have physical ramifications and re and uh, repercussions of moving things around. It, you're not just all of a sudden whoo healed. That's that's not quite how it works. However, after she worked on me, the pain was gone. I woke up the next morning and, and the pinched nerve in the middle of the back was gone for a whole week. It was spectacular. Then I got back from our little five days away with friends and it was back with a vengeance. I don't know what I stepped back into when I came home, what work, what message I needed to. There's a message here for me. I know there is. Tony Robbins talks about how pain is is not to punish us, but to move us into action. I needed I needed to move into action. I have been I have been letting far too much of my life slip by here and have been justifying and procrastinating and I needed to move. I really wish there had been a less painful way of getting me to do it, but you know what? It is what it is. It's one of those things you look back on and go, oh, glad that's over, or I will. Uh, glad the lesson was learned. I'll help someone else with it, <laughs> with this information. So quantum touch is a really unique thing. Not a lot of hands-on. They're touching you. It's almost a little bit like muscle testing, and they are people that are empathic that can tap into energetic fields, okay? So through that... She didn't work on my neck so much because we didn't know I had a problem there yet. I'm just trying to go away with some friends for a few days and not be in tears, not having to lay back. Because even laying down now was, was not solving the problem. Had a little candida in my lower intestine. That was great. I can solve that. No problem. And I wasn't surprised because I'd just been craving sugar and I'd been eating sweets for dinner. Like I don't do those types of things. But you do get lost in your misery and then you're just like, you justify anything. You really can when you're in pain and feeling uh, like there's no hope. You really can start justifying any sort of bad habits. And let's face it, that's what I'm an expert on is good habits. That's my brand. And I was having bad habits. So she discovered that and she did another little past life clearing. So this is my third one now uh, this summer. 
And this one was kind of interesting. It was just very small. And she says, you know what? I can just get rid of this. It's, it's many, many lives ago. But the theme was the same. I was being persecuted for my point of view. It was so, it was like, you got to be kidding me again. Uh, so clearly ahead of my time when I, in past lives, she says, just, you need to just let that go. Quit letting it hold you back. This is, you've got a new life now and we've got things to do and people to help and a mission to, to accomplish. You need to let this persecution kind of stuff go. No problem. So it was just kind of interesting. She's the one that tapped into my dog energetically and just how they work. I'm lying there. And honestly, an hour and a half went by and I wouldn't even have noticed it was more than 10 or 15 minutes. She's just got her hand on my arm and the muscle testing for her is just rotating my wrist. And there's some sort of, she's obviously trained herself. It's a little bit like uh, muscle testing when you're, you know, your arm, you can hold it out straight and yes, is strong and no, the arm will cave. A lot of chiropractors use this. A lot of intuitive healers, healers use this. You can use it yourself using when you're using the body code or the emotion code technique by Dr. Bradley. Uh, so yeah, so this is what she was doing. Anyways, I got up from there, just was wiped right out energetically. Like I was exhausted and I'm supposed to be packed up and going with my girlfriend to Kelowna and she gets off work early and instead I've been asleep for two hours and I'm not packed. And now she's like, uh, let's go, let's go. Cause we were going up before the men. It's like, are you kidding me? Anyways, I go to bed with the dog who has sat under my bed for an hour and a half. She has a pee, comes home and then goes back to sleep with me. Talk about a little empath, eh? It was wonderful though to wake up and it's just the pain was gone. So I packed up as quick as I could. I mean, really, how much do you need? If I forgot something, I'll go buy my toothbrush. And my girlfriend was driving so I could put my seat back and off we went. Off we went and it was fantastic. Then I got home and it starts coming back again. Now, as I mentioned, we've got some severe degeneration. There's a neurosurgeon involved. I could wait a year or two to get this dealt with. Now I have to go find answers myself. That means I go to therapists, holistic healers. I go to my toolbox. A Catalyst Kinetics here in the Lower Mainland, very unique place. I think there's only three of them across all of Canada. They are integrative health care systems that work with sports injuries and concussions. So all of them have two degrees. You know, they're almost all chiropractors, naturopaths, and kinesiologists. They do specialty training on an ongoing basis. They deal with vestibular, is it vesticular? <laughs> I've got to look that up. Concussions, which I have a client and a girlfriend that are, are, are damaged this way. Uh, crystals in the ears that go out, you know, and I've had two girlfriends that have dealt with that. Very, you know, unique type injection therapies, IV therapies, massage therapists, the whole thing is under one roof, including they do where they, these athletes, they put those little uh, sensors all over their bodies and then have them walk around this room that has these sen sensors all mounted on the walls and ceilings. They can gauge gait, how you're striding. It is fascinating, but it's amazing when you've got something serious, you know, there's these just very educated hands-on team of people that are going to help me find ways to live a more fulfilling and pain-free life. That appointment is tomorrow and I cannot wait. I've been looking forward to it. I can't wait for two weeks when this tooth gets pulled. Although finally on the clindamycin for two days, today the pain is manageable. Yesterday was the first day I woke up where the tooth didn't hurt as much as the back. And I said to my husband, he goes, that's, that's a good sign because the tooth was on fire. And like I say, they left me hanging all weekend. So I didn't have anything to, to 
to, I had no way to deal with it unless I wanted to go back to emergency for nine hours and that's in the middle of COVID. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. Being your own advocate, but finding out as well what you need to focus on. So this is where I just wanted to touch base about my puppy. Now, there's some people that are like, what are you thinking? You have so much on your plate. You've got this healing to do. Um, you're, you know, close down one chapter of your life. You're opening up another. COVID's going on. I don't buy into COVID, by the way. I just, I just don't. It's not that I don't believe in the virus. I just don't buy into the fear and the manipulation. Um, I just, and I, and I refuse to. There is a, almost an evil out there. Uh, don't get caught up blaming people. Just picture that they've all been possessed or something by some evil spirit. That's a little bit how I kind of look at it. And things are going to change. It's, it's, oh, there's the puppy. It's light's turn, but we have a fight ahead of us. So I don't watch the news and I don't get into arguments on my Instagram or my Facebook page for this kind of stuff because it's just, that's not where my, I want my energies to be spent. That's not serving me. Um, I can't focus and keep a positive attitude with all that negativity and neither can you. So there was some concern about getting this puppy. And let me tell you, look at her. She's, uh, well, you can't see her, but you can hear her maybe whine a little bit. She's being naughty right now. She's biting me. She loves to chew on me and we're trying to teach her no bite. You're good. Yes, you're good. You say hello to everybody. <laughs> She's looking up with her little head go sideways going, what are you talking about, mama? I am a person that likes to look after. I have a gift of hospitality and the sacred gift of service. From the second I've gotten her, I got her, I have two needs fulfilled in my life. I have something else to focus on besides myself. I have something to look after. And I have a little, <laughs> little empathic being that cuddles with me and gives me the love and affection that I was so desperately missing with my past dog passing away. Now, I've got a great husband, but his love language is not touch, and mine is. <laughs> Despite having sexual abuse in my past, uh, my love language is still touch. I'm a hugger, so COVID, you can imagine what that was like for me for, uh, for a few, for a few uh, months. That is just who I am as a person. And although we all have things we need in our life, I mean, I love gifts, and I love to be told I'm beautiful, or I'm kind, or I'm nice. I mean, we all love affirmations. Um, I love it when my husband does things for me, gifts of service or spends time with me. Uh, that's my granddaughter's gift. Um, it's touch I cannot live without. I literally will emotionally starve to death if I'm not touched. And he does not touch me enough. And I don't, I don't talking about sex. I'm talking about holding hands, the hugs, the cuddling. I got that all from my dog. <laughs> I know that sounds bizarre, but I did. And I recognize that I needed that. And I think he recognizes it too. Now, what's a little bit tough for my husband right now is the sad part is the puppy is all about mom and he's feeling a little left out right now. So I'm really trying to encourage that in the evenings when I head to bed a little earlier, getting into some new nighttime habits and read for a little bit that he spends the evening out here with her because he goes to bed way past me, takes her for her last walk or pee and then brings her in and, uh, and she sleeps. We sleep in separate bedrooms because my husband has really bad snoring and sleep apnea that he will not deal with right now. So we are in separate rooms right now. And also he can take her to work. So I just want them to build that bond. Daddy is still the alpha of this household. But as pet parents, she's very, very attached to me. What is it you might need? 
Now, a puppy is a huge amount of work. I understand that. But I am home. I'm a strong individual. And I enjoy training. I mean, I do it with my coaching. I teach and train. And I have no problem doing that with a dog. I would have been okay too if we could have rescued one. And that was a year or two old. But as it turned out... I was fostering, was supposed to foster three puppies. Only one came home with me and it never left. (laughs) It was a huge shock for all my friends. Just kidding. It wasn't a shock for anybody at all. So what I noticed was that I, although I had a lot of guilt about when we put Kaya down and I was selfishly thinking, well, it would just be nice not to have to get up in the morning to to someone else's schedule and look after this sick animal. And, you know, know, the list, you can make a list a mile long. That actually didn't work well for me. I need a focus. It is very much what drives me. That is why I've had a podcast for four and a half years, even before I had a coaching business. The podcast has been my way to help express, inspire others, help you with information, to to just be here for you. You are enough. And to help you choose your mood. I'm a really big advocate of choose your mood. So I'm going to talk about consistency in a completely different podcast. I will keep you posted just with little bits of tidbits in the coming up um, uh, podcast about how things progress with the doctors and stuff. But that's the last I'm going to focus on this pain. There are answers out there. Sometimes what you just need is to someone help you find a direction. I was talking to my coach this morning and I was doing this Brendan Bouchard course um, online. And he was like, why are you doing that? <laughs> it's like, I says, because you know what? There's times when my little anal retentive logic brain just wants, here's the outline and fill in the boxes. I just, I just want to be able to do that. And he's like, that's not who you are as a person. It's not even how you coach. I'm like, I know, but there's a certain sense of security in that. And I was really kind of attached to it. And sometimes that's all you need is you just need someone in your life to listen to it all, filter out all the noise, find out where you're hanging on to limiting beliefs or emotional garbage you need to let go because it's just causing you pain. Find out truly what's important to you and focus on a game plan to make those areas of your life better. And unfortunately, it's just human nature We forget our own teaching sometimes, you know, doctor, heal thyself. And you need someone else to help with that. Luckily, I have those people in my life, whether I pay them or not, like whether they're friends or they're professionals, they're there for me. And I want to be here for you. So if there's any way I can help with anything, please reach out. You are not alone and you are enough. Have a great day, everyone. And I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.